Conan O'Brien needs a fan. Want to talk to Conan? Visit teamcoco.com slash call Conan. Okay, let's get started. Hey, Eric, meet Conan and Sona. Hi. Hey, Eric, how are you? This is awesome. I'm great. I'm great. Yes, it is. Uh, Thank you for acknowledging how awesome (laughs) this is. Yes, I was told to say that, and so here I am. I hope I I read it out correctly. No, sometimes (laughs) fans make the tragic mistake of saying, uh, you know, hey, Conan, good to see you or whatever. Um, But you got the memo, which is. Yes. Now, the way we wrote it out was, this is the biggest day of my life. (laughs) That's the way I, I wanted that. But uh, okay, I was told the most important thing was not to make eye contact with Conan. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I have okay. down. Okay. Yeah, I have that. David has never. David's been working with I me for know. years, and he doesn't know what I look like. <laughs> I have no idea. He's always looking away, and when we walk together down the street, he can't look at me, which means he often trips and falls into traffic. <laughs> So, so many um, lawsuits. Yeah. So, so Eric, I know that you're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's the uh, yep. that's that's really all I know about you, sir. Okay. Uh, I do love Milwaukee. I love it there, and I love the good people in Wisconsin. I've performed there several times, and there are lovely, fantastic crowds uh, that like their comedy and are good-hearted people. Tell me, what do you do? Uh, I'm an architect, uh, so I work for a, a firm here in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and uh, I design buildings for a living. Oh, cool. Cool. What's your specialty? Yeah. Do you, you know, skyscrapers? Um, no, you know, one of my favorite types of projects to work on is um, it, it's kind of a strange little niche, which is uh, designing and planning camps. So like summer camps, scout camps, and- Wait, uh, summer camps. But let yeah. me, now help me here because- I went to summer camp, um, and I went to a summer camp in Freedom, New Hampshire, okay. called, called Cragged Mountain Farm. Shout out to all my <laughs> my homies out there that went, <laughs> that went to Cragged Mountain other, Farm. All the other craggies, yeah, all the craggies out there. Um, uh, and um, I'm going to tell you, it was about as uncomplicated. There was no design of this camp. It was wooden huts, <laughs> no heating, no electricity. Um, and uh, on a hill, and we had one uh, tether ball that, that that we would knock and bash around against each other, and they would put mm-hmm. us on forced marches uh, up yep. the presidential mountain ranges uh, of New Hampshire, and occasionally they would feed us peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh, morning, noon, and night. That was our camp, and I'm not putting down Craig and Mountain. Uh, it was a, it was a wonderful camp, but the idea that it was designed by an architect is pure insanity. <laughs> It was, uh, I mean, there, more thought went into Gilligan's Island than, than went into the construction of this camp. It was just a couple of, it was a bunch of huts and some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and a tetherball, uh, a, a tetherball pole. Yeah. So, no, so what are you doing? Uh, it, it's changed a lot. Yeah. I mean, that, that was kind of my experience of summer camp too. Yes, it was that's like, what a camp was. You didn't have an architect. You bug juice, you make a couple of lanyards and they send you home like covered head to do- toe in dirt. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's like, there's all kinds of camps. They're doing stuff like, uh, you can go to a camp where you like build a drone and you race it through the woods with wow. VR goggles. Like it's oh my uh, Star God. Wars. They do, um, there's a, a couple camps that are doing like zip lines, but it's like a zip line roller coaster, so it's got like curves and stuff oh. in it. And, how can you have uh, a curve in a zip line? Yeah. I don't understand how you, that can even. You got to have a lot of elevation change. So once you get enough speed, 
and the waiver form is signed, then uh, <laughs> yeah, you can. You Wait a minute, you're, this isn't a summer camp you're building. It's Six Flags. That's what you're building. <laughs> it's Six Flags without all the like extra safety precautions. Good. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's the old Six Flags. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before they shut them down. That's incredible. Wait a minute. So, so you're. This is the camps kids go to now. Yeah, they're pretty good. And they're like, they're even sort of specialty camps. So it used to be like there's, you know, you could go to like horseback riding camp and that was like what specialty camp That's was. That's about as but niche now, as it got back in my day. Right. right. Yeah. And um, now, I mean, we, you know, we go to the different camp conferences. And um, so there was a, uh, there were some folks that we talked to who were trying to start a LARPing camp, so live action role play. What? And that would be like you literally go to Hog for a week and you get to dress up and pretend you're Harry Potter and run through the woods with wands and uh, and they try, they try to make that whole magical experience. I mean, if you think about it, it's like working with camp staff is like these are the people who went away to camp for the summer and decided, I think I'm going to stay forever. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, it's interesting because as much as I liked camp, I was very happy to go home on the on, when the day came to go home because there was no television, literally no electricity in the cabins. Uh, um, you know, not, uh, the food was not my favorite thing. Lots of forced marches and uh, a canoe trip where they put me, uh, listen, I'm not going after Crag and Mountain Farm here because they were a wonderful camp in a <laughs> lot of ways. But little was known about sunblock then. And uh, so I was wearing shorts and uh, I was put into an aluminum canoe and <laughs> sent down the, uh, a river. And um, Perfect this, solar oven. Yeah, a solar <laughs> oven. And um, my, my, both my freckled, long, skinny legs turned into uh, fried Slim Jims. <laughs> Imagine if you took two Slim Jims and microwaved them for seven hours. Oh. And um, so I staggered around like uh, Frankenstein for a couple of weeks after that. Um, and now, were, that was the era of the short shorts, right? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so there was and no by the way, I'd like, that to, I'd like that to come back. If you want, if you want to see the kind of shorts we were wearing, watch uh, NBA footage from the late seventies, <laughs> and um, look what they were wearing. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. um, uh, our shorts were very, very short. We basically even guys wore Daisy Dukes back then, <laughs> and um, it was a hideous sight. I apologize for that. It was a terrible time. But anyway, the idea that now I would go to camp and I would dress up as Draco Malfoy and uh, and, and, yeah. get a, and get on you a— You would re- be Slytherin. I mean, that, that oh, no, oh, sure. wait, thousand percent. I have yeah. to be Draco. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and get on an actual moving broom that, and, and, and play a game of Kidditch and be able to— Quidditch. Quidditch. Well, I s- listen. This is very much discussed. Uh-huh. I think it's Kidditch. I think Quidditch. <laughs> no, I've I've spoken to the actual author, and it's Kidditch. Oh, um, well, they say Quidditch in the movies yeah. and stuff. So, and in any interview, yeah, she says Quidditch. Yeah. yeah, clearly feeling the pressure of what he, the fans want. <laughs> the original intention was Kidditch, and yeah. anywho, and it's Draco Malfoy. But anyway. <laughs> And it's Harry Potter. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, I find this to be fascinating that camps are becoming basically uh, just, I mean, it sounds very fancy. 
it sounds like they can any- be fancy. And I mean, it's kind of all over the map. So, I mean, there are camps that certainly have like all the traditional stuff. You know, I, I sort of think that like if the apocalypse comes and, you know, where we are right now, it might be coming. But, um, <laughs> you know, if it comes like you don't want to go with the like the preppers. No. Who are like eating cold beef stew out of a can. Right. That's very sad. You want right. to like hang out with the camp people who have all the same survival skills. No, they don't. But, Not but, these camps. Not, they, oh, they yeah. Have, they, it, they're listen, still I'm sorry. outside. If they're still doing archery. And, uh, no. But, I'm sorry, but they're, Eric. Like, Eric, they're creating no. name tags and uh, there's going to be activities. They'll be singing songs. Eric. Eric. Please. I... <laughs> Let's say end times come, okay, and the zombie invasion happens. I want to be with some survivalists. I want to be with some people that went to real camp. They know how to start a fire using two twigs. They know how to take a rock, break it in half, and turn it into a spear point and go get some food. If I'm with a bunch of guys with magic wands (laughs) and lightning bolts drawn on their forehead who are saying, Mm, pretty kind, sir. You know. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. You so know. I, you, I say unto you, expiratum, expiratum, <laughs> notium. You know, uh, we're gonna die. We're gonna be dead in half an hour. <laughs> what a way to go! I, I guess, oh, where I do know, you, where do you see yourself fitting in with that prepper crowd, though? Like, what's your role? <laughs> Thank uh, you, Eric. Well, my guess, Eric, would be food. I think they would be. I think they would eat me immediately. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. <laughs> they would look at those two burned legs and go, "That you know what they." Yeah. do look like fried Slim Jims. Oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, I'm good eating. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Uh, well, so. at least they, they do it quickly and cleanly. Yes. I mean, at least they've mm-hmm. been preparing for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'd get me, uh, they did get me uh, up in the air, you know, um, upside down. They'd drain the blood. I'd still be talking even after my blood's gone, um, and I'd be no paler. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, this got dark really fast. It really it turned did. immediately. Uh, uh, listen. I I can't believe you're building these uh, summer camps. I can't believe what happened to summer camps. I know. So there's a hologram. I bet these kids want a hologram room where they can go into a room and suddenly they're in the roaring 20s and they're running a <laughs> casino and they get to have all these different experiences. They go to summer camp and they have no connection to the outside real world of the woods. They have no mm. connection. They've spent their entire time in an altered reality with drones and robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, this sounds very strange. It does. It's I I mean, a part of me wishes I had that, but then Didn't you go to summer camp? I did. I went to summer camp, but I went to a summer camp like you where it was just like chill and we hiked and we went to the beach and we relaxed. So there was no theme to your summer camp. There was no theme. No. Okay. No. I mean, it was uh, there was Jesus. What do you mean? It was a it was a <laughs> church were, for the school I used to go to. Wait, you went to a religious camp? Yes, I did. And so did you have you said there was Jesus. You mean Jesus was at the camp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus would come back and he would, you He's know, no good, he He's would, that camp. He would do G- arts you know, and crafts. You know, the, the worst is that Jesus would make a terrible swim instructor because he'd be like, it's easy, you just walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, all these kids are like thrashing in the water and he's like, what's your problem? He loses his temper. Get up on your sandaled feet and walk. <laughs> Well, with, with, the, uh, with the virtual reality camp, you know, maybe you could you could actually have Jesus there. You know? Oh, sure, he'd pop in. Yeah, you could Jesus, that experience. Everybody can pop up. 
Well, mm -hmm. Eric, I understand you have a question for me. Please, how can I help you and be of service? I do. I do have a question. Uh, uh, as an architect, uh, there's a story that's been going around. It's actually local to you. I don't know if you've heard about this, but um, at UC Santa Barbara, mm -hmm. Charlie Munger, who is Warren Buffett's right-hand man, mm -hmm. billionaire, mm -hmm. um, is building this like high-rise windowless dorm. And I mean, like 13 stories and something like 600 rooms or something, and only 5% of them have windows. So there are these tiny little dorm rooms. And there's been this huge, like, Twitter backlash against it. And uh, Charlie Munger did the most billionaire thing ever, which was to respond to a Twitter feud by calling a print journalist and wanting to bring them in to do a story to talk about how stupid everyone was for opposing the windowless storm. And to me, this just had Conan written all over it because oh. it sounds like a Montgomery Burns yes. storyline yes. start to finish. Yeah, yeah. It's as well, I, 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 I did work on The Simpsons years ago, and my favorite character to write for was, was Mr. Burns because I love... Uh, <laughs> I love a bad guy who's got limitless funds because yes. they, it, the yes. creative comedic options are limitless. And uh, so that really makes me laugh. Why is, does he have a rationale for why there's going to be no windows in this dorm? Googling this. Uh, so the idea supposedly, it's like his social experiment, which again, Montgomery burns all yep. over it. But um, yeah, the idea is that people don't spend enough time outside. And so if the room is really tiny, and oppressive, then people will spend more time socializing and going outside. And right. by the way, it's, so he's essentially he's, bu he's building a building that people are going to hate so much they won't want to be in it, and then they're going to go outside. So why not Correct. not build the building? And, and <laughs> that, that's the insane thing to me. He's cooking a yes. meal that no one wants to eat because he thinks people eat too much. So don't cook the meal. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Wow. And, and, and so my, my question, where my question comes from, is I think, you know, you guys, the chill chums, uh, you, you know each other pretty well. Yeah. So if you were going to design a space for your fellow chill chums, that would be like the almost like the perfect torture chamber. Yep. You know, what would you put in it? Torture. You know, what Sona, what would you put in there for Conan? Conan, what would you do to oh. Sona? Would, be, would it be like... You know, would you have a TV that had Netflix, but only you can only watch Conan? Oh, yeah. Well, like, see, you're doing the be? work for yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. but, I love that. I love is, that for yeah, Sona. Yeah. It's a it's a 1970s television. It only gets one channel, and it's 24 <laughs> seven me. That's I think that's, that's terrific. I like that. Um, I like that there's no kitchen, so you can't have any of your favorite snacks or foods. Uh -huh. Oh, um, and. Uh, I love that I would design it so there was an echo so that whenever you spoke, it echoed your voice almost as loudly as you spoke the first time. <laughs> you had to hear yourself constantly, constantly. So that's my, thank you. That's done. That's okay. good. Well, mine, okay. can I do mine now for sure. you? Yeah. It would be a room with a window, a giant floor to ceiling window that had no drapes or any way to shut the window closed. So you uh -huh. have to face the sun. Uh, also, I would also get you a TV that just played you, just so you can hear you. <laughs> I would do that to you actual, what you would do to that, me. That's torture for both of us, because <laughs> I, I wouldn't want that either. So I think that's, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. I, my my uh, thought was the same thing, a window, a huge floor-to-ceiling window, but maybe there's like an enormous crowd 
that's all watching something else, like oh, <laughs> oh, Eric, you nailed it, <laughs> nailed it. People walking by and seeing him, but not acknowledging uh-huh. him. Yeah, and then they're all yeah. watching something else they prefer, yeah. a different kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're an evil genius, Eric. <laughs> you're an evil genius, and I want to go to one of your uh, camps one day. I want to attend one of these camps where I get to be Draco Malfoy and play. Say it with me. Kidditch. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, nice to talk to you. Likewise, yeah. Yeah, good luck to you in all your ventures. Uh, Be well, and, uh, you know, I'll always be thinking of you. Always. Always. Okay. Nothing. I'll never think of anyone else but you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, take care, Eric. Thanks a lot. All right, you too. Bye. 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 Conan O'Brien Needs a Fan. With Conan O'Brien, Sonam Obsessian, and Matt Gourley. Produced by me, Matt Gourley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs, Joanna Solateroff, and Jeff Ross at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Earwolf. Music by Jimmy Vivino. Supervising producer, Aaron Blaird. Associate talent producer, Jennifer Samples. Associate producers, Sean Doherty and Lisa Berm. Engineered by Will Beckton. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Stitcher.